Pods. Welcome to another episode of Unpublished. My name is Amy. I'm James. And today we're going to have another sort of coaching session between me and James. Um, we're just going to kind of see where we're at today, talk a little bit about our personal journeys, particularly James's, and just kind of go from there. Yeah, I'm just having a little bit of a down couple of days about my writing because I just started submitting my second novel mm. and just started getting rejections back. And it yeah. just like, it just fucking sucks, you know? Yeah. I don't even, you know what? I don't even get an emotional response when the rejection comes in. I, I kind of expect to go through hundreds of rejections. Yeah. That's not, it's just like, it's almost just like a futility feeling. It's a lack of agency, maybe? Yeah. It, it's a, it's a tiredness. Mm. It's a wanting just to not have to do this trudging yeah. through the slush pile. Yeah. And, I think I'm still, you know, I still, I'm still really enjoying my writing. That that's my safe, that's my happy place. Mm. Um, getting up and and I think if I didn't have that routine of getting up every morning and going and writing my next, my third novel, that the second would. It's a kind of a dangerous thing for me because I get so into my third novel, I'm like, oh, I can't even be bothered to re- to submit. Like I've done, yeah. done th- I've done what five submissions for my second novel now, and I'm almost finished my third novel. It's just which is stupid. Yeah, and like. But I almost, it's because I don't want to, I don't want to get out there. I just feel hopeless about the submission process. Yeah. I think feeling hopeless. I, I, when I was submitting and I'm sure whether you're a writer or not, like that gatekeeping application process, like there's a real, for me anyway, there was a real lethargic feeling around it. Like it feels so draining. Massively. And it's just like, and every time you get a rejection that I agree, like I wouldn't get like a, uh. Oh, like oh no they hated my work response it was more of a this is so deeply draining on almost a level that I can't understand like mm. it was just, it's just like a soul level draining like the process it's never ending you're not even sure if they're actually reading your work you feel so out of control maybe it's something about like you just have no control over this I think so yeah and it's it's that longing I mean something in me that longs for a really great constructive writing group and I'm like mm. I hate that idea that I'm practicing, I'm sending something off and then I'm not getting any feedback. any feedback that will help me to do better next time. Yeah, there's no positive in it, is there? There's no mm. there's no feedback from the gatekeepers. There's a flat rejection with literally you don't even know if they've read it or not or they're just not taking those uh, submissions. Like there is it's futile. It feels really futile. It feels futile and it feels just like why am I giving my energy up to this? And I think that part of the danger as well as touching on what I was touching on earlier that I enjoy writing so much that there's a real danger for me that I'll just, because I'm just enjoying writing, I'll just only write yeah. and I'll never try and put my work out there. Yeah. And part of me is like, yeah, I just, like, part of me is just like, I should just do that. I should just write for myself. Yeah. But I do really want people to read my work at the same time. Yeah. But I, honestly, I get 80% of the joy, I reckon. I mean, that's not that I good. know, but like I get so much of the joy from just making these worlds and making these characters. And that's why I think that eventually you are going to be someone who gets to connect with your work because so much of the joy or well, all of the joy comes from because you love doing what you do yeah. and there's just no way that anyone's going to ever stop you yeah. but it's going to be about how you can support yourself through the submissions process and and when I was moving through it I didn't know how to support myself I don't think a lot of us know how to support ourselves through such a grueling um exercise where there's no sense of control where it feels like you lose all your power Mm. and for me that was really big and for a lot of creatives I think it's really big because you feel so unseen and so like nothing like dirt um and it's such a difficult place to to write from and to Mm. or to create from yeah it's interesting like this morning 
when we were coming driving home from the gym and I, I said to you, oh, I don't want to do the podcast today because I feel like a bad example mm. because I spent all this time saying, oh, focus on the business side of things like business, 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 mm. because I really enjoy doing your business stuff. Yeah, but you're not. But when it comes to, to myself, do. I won't fucking touch it. Yeah. This has just, always been it's a so, thing. Yeah. It's like I love doing it as my kind of my muggle job yeah. for you. Yeah. Even though obviously I get a lot of fulfillment and I really enjoy doing what I do with you. And doesn't feel like a muggle job, but it really does feel like that's easier for me than to do something for myself. Why do you think that is? Do you think there's a vulnerability that comes with investing in that side of it? Or are you afraid of the lethargy that comes and the the futility that comes with this process? I think it's both of those things. I I do definitely feel a lethargy. Like if I do three submissions for my novel, I'm like, day over. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucks me up. Um, just that little subtle i mean if you're not a writer you probably i don't know maybe you've experienced this in in putting in resumes going for job applications or maybe grants or applying for universities but it's like everyone wants something slightly different so you have this package of things i've got my one page synopsis my two page synopsis my query letter like my bio but everyone was like this person wants a 1.5 page synopsis and actually it's at two double spaced or something you know it's like just these little changes you have to make this person wants the first five it pages is of your novel like nauseating. this person wants the first 10 it's like it we... feels like a fuck you <laughs> it does it's it like can you all like just giant standardize this for us please Ugh. honestly and i it's hate crazy. the tone of their language and like it's just icky it's i mean like... i feel for them i get so many people like I-, I can definitely understand why it's hard from their side as well mm. like i have a lot of sympathy for agents i have a lot of um respect for agents it's just like it's fine, you know, it's hard on both. It's like kind of a weird experience because no one's enjoying it, right? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this is this is what we have to do to get books. I mean, this is obviously not, not my opinion. Isn't, this isn't what we have to do to get books out there, but this is what we have done. Yeah, for a long time. To get, for a long time to get books out there and to get it, get mass, you know, these big companies need to have systems, right? And so mm. they need to have these agents who are pushing their, you know, work to them. They're not going to, you know, it just, there is a reason for the system. I think the system will change for the better mm. in the long run. Mm. Um, I can see why they have the system the way they do. Yeah. But at the same time, it just sucks. Yeah, it does. It really sucks. Yeah. It's really hard. I want to get back to this idea that you really enjoy the business. Like you thrive in the business space um, when it comes to working, you know, in the inspired to write business arena. Mm. But the idea and the way that you respond in the past is with like a very, very strong defense mechanism. Like wall goes straight up at the idea of looking like, how could we look at you as a business, as an author? Mm. And I'm just, I'm interested in that and I'd be interested to explore it more. Like, Yeah, it is interesting because, you know, if it's you and for example, you're about to send off your third novel Maud to a, get a, yeah, to get a, what do you call it? Manuscript assessment. Yeah. Um, which is essentially a big uh, structural edit. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, of course, Amy. Just like, you know, find, you know, you, you have a, you have a woman that you really like. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm like, of course, spend whatever she asks. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't, even, don't even think about it. Yeah. Um, go for it. But if it was me, I'd be like, nah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Although I'll do, I mean, I'll do courses because it feels a bit more like uni. Like it feels less vulnerable. Yeah. Do you but, think it is? Do you think this? Like, if I was to say to you, like, let's. Like, let's bring a whole new arm to this business and let's make it James the author. Let, let's make it like, and you know, I push you on this a lot. Like, I want you to blog. I want you to vlog. I can see like how much you have to give. I want you like, what if we looked at like self-publishing your first novel? Like, how could we create a community around there? Like, what's the immediate response to me asking you to do that? Do you know what the weird thing is, is I'm not a perfectionist. I swear I'm not. 
I feel perfectionist stories coming in when you say that. Oh, so you're not a perfectionist, but you just like have a barrage of perfectionist stories. I like I've never experienced it before in my life. <laughs> like I'm, I was always someone like, oh, the assignment's good enough, hand it in. Like it's true. But for some reason, when you say that, I'm like, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. I need to have a good studio space oh, so I can do a vlog. Like I need to, like shit. all those things that I always I always criticize other people for doing. I'm like, nah. You are, and James is literally like the furthest thing from a perfectionist. Both of us are, which, you know, causes for an interesting life. Except like, when it comes to the mic volume, which I'm always stressed about. That's very but I never true. get it right. I know I never get it right. And I'm looking at the camera right now. I'm like, it's overexposed. Oh. But you know what? Whatever. I'm going to do it anyway. But, but you're not going to do it in this very vulnerable space of you as a business, as an author. Do you know what it might be? I think I just have decided I've only been writing since 2019. So I keep coming back to this excuse of... I'm too young. I'm just going to keep... I'm really still in the apprenticeship phase, which I do believe. I do believe I'm still in the apprenticeship phase. I'm still in the apprenticeship phase, You've been writing for like 12 years or something. Yeah, but like it took me like six years to write one book. It was a joke. You were still like, you're still learning and doing it. And even if you just counted from the end of your first book, Esther, Mm. you've still been doing it for longer than me. I don't like this excuse. I know. I I don't think it's right. But I think like, well, first, I still very strongly have still have the belief that it's just... It's... it's (laughs) There's, stuff, there's dirt on the table, guys. It's like permanent marker on the table. Yeah, it's from anyway. my love note. Oh. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> Fuck, this podcast is a mess. Um, <laughs> Imagine like, I don't know, some of the really highly produced podcasts listening to an episode of us and just being like, like, what the what? fuck? See, we're not perfectionists. Um, I've only been doing it for three yeah. years. Why do, do I have this excuse? I, well, I do. I am still very excited about how much better I'm going to get. And I still feel like I'm getting better and better and better. You are, yeah. And I still feel like every novel is going to be my best. Every, next novel is going to be my best novel. And I start getting excited for the next novel already when I'm halfway through the third. You know, I'm yeah. excited for my fourth when I'm halfway through the third. So there is this part of me that's like, why aren't I allowed to just fucking be a student for five years or something? Um like but that's then, really valid and I think you know we are allowed to give ourselves we don't have to always be sharing our art you know we don't have to be we're allowed to give ourselves you know apprenticeship apprenticeship time and we're allowed to play and explore but I would always be careful about how long that apprenticeship goes for and how if it is in fact a way to keep yourself comfortable and safe um and I think there's evidence that it is there to keep you comfortable and safe mm. but maybe not but I am I am weary of it, especially now that you're into this you know, you write incredibly quickly and you're also a very quick learner. And the quality of your books, like, obviously, I'm extraordinarily biased. But I swear, like, I'm not even being that biased. Like, they are very, very strong, especially for someone who hasn't been writing for that long. But then I always feel like, well, why do I get rejected? Why do I, I get it rejected? Within, like, two days, I'm always like, well... Me too. Don't think this is all about you. I know. I'm not saying that, like, this is... A, I'm just saying what my brain says. Okay, great. Sorry. I would never yell at someone like that when oh an actual gosh, coaching session. Oh my gosh, when it's your own husband. I'm sorry. All I, bets I, are off. You know, I respond very strongly when an artist is like, yeah, but in my situation, this happened to me. I'm like, it happens in everyone's situation. You're not special. You're not some special shit writer. You're not like the most specially bad in the world. Mm, I know. I, know. I mean, and I know intellectually, I just need volume. Like everyone's, you know, people say, oh, I got my novel was picked need up on, volume. on the 213th Both of application us do. or something. But I just... Cannot fucking make myself go through manuscript wish list from A to Z. Oh, I, I just can't make myself do it for some stupid reason. Because it's really boring. It's really. Boring. But then when I propose, but that I we love pay doing something someone, boring like a spreadsheet. It's different. You, you know what? Should make a spreadsheet of it. You know why I don't want to pay someone to do it? Why? Because I think that if I got down to it, I wouldn't mind. Like you know, it's like it's like a spreadsheet. When I'm doing a spreadsheet, I'm having a great time. <laughs> 
But I'm like, oh, when do I have to go do that spreadsheet? Oh, I don't want to do the spreadsheet. I feel like it's similar. But it's you don't. Do you actually enjoy the the process of finding them on my? I kind of do. This is weird. I'm really contradicting myself over and over again. This is why it's such a complicated. I can't get my thoughts straight on this because, like, the other day when I was going through manuscript wish list and I was looking at agents' profiles, I was getting really excited and I was like writing notes. I was like showing, like saying, you know, I was doing. Uh, I was making. Take your time. My little. I, I, on Evernote, I have like a list of the agents I want to submit to. And compiling that, compiling that list, I find really fun. Mm. So but there's a part of it like that is enjoyable in the moment. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's very relatable. I think it's, maybe maybe that seems to indicate it's a vulnerability thing. Yeah. There's like something. Very, I mean, it's super vulnerable, right? Like I have a huge aversion to like any kind of um, power imbalance. So I don't like approaching people where I feel like because it reminds me of the application process and I have a big wound there. Like the vulnerability of putting stuff out there over and over again is really it is very potent. And I think that could be. Yeah, it's a good call, I think. Mm. So it might be about because how can you make yourself feel safe when you do it so what, that you can decrease what the resistance. Is, I submit, I feel pretty good. And then I get the rejection. doesn't really affect me that much. And then like a day later, I feel like there's a lag where I start, just start to feel a bit hopelessness. I 100% I feel that. And I it's not like feel an, that way. It's not like an acute, like I don't get that like, okay, maybe the first rejection I ever got for my first book, I had a bit of a heart pump, like a bit of like a yeah. <gasps> under yeah. attack. But then I haven't really experienced it since. And it's like, I kind of just see it coming. I'm like, oh, okay. But then like my mood does seem to dip. Yeah, I agree. It's like um, we're prepped for the rejection. Like, oh, you're going to get hundreds of rejections. So when you see it, you're like, okay, this is part of it. But then like over time, it's just like, well, what the fuck am I even doing? I think it, yeah. And then it's like a slow corrosion. Little, yeah, it's like a tiny cut. And you're going to want a tiny other cut, another, another cut, then you're bleeding out. Mm, yeah. So dramatic. <laughs> I'm classic, dying. Cra- classic artist. I'm dying from rejection. <laughs> Um, I wonder if there would be anything, you know, that you could say to yourself, any position or like, you know, like mindfulness technique that you could do before you go into it to kind of like bring yourself into a safer space before you, so you can, you know, reduce that resistance when you go into it. And this is why it's hard for me is because usually I'm quite good at my journaling through a bad mood, but because it's a lag, I'm like trying to connect it to something. Yeah. And you and can't quite like, place it. I can't it. quite place it. Like, I'm like, what? Yeah. But thinking about it, I feel like it is tied. Yeah. So I think maybe just identifying that will help me in the future because then I can, you know, there are so many great reframe and great um, opportunities in a rejection, right? Oh my God, they're a place where we can evolve and like grow so much. Exactly. And it's like, but maybe I just need to be, as soon as I get that rejection letter, I need to immediately journal about it. Yeah. Or even when the lag happens, just to come back to it and be like, okay, well, what is this about these rejections? I think this is also something that troubles me about rejection is that I love to be able to journal about something and be like, oh, great. I, you know, say in the gym, oh, I didn't get that. I, did, I missed that squat at that weight. I need to, you know, it's okay. Like I, I, I'll keep training through it. I'll keep getting stronger. I'll keep, it's like, there's nothing to be you done. get immediate feedback. It's like, oh, I failed in the bottom of the squat. Like I just fell out of it. I saw what happened. It's like, you don't know why you fail in the rejection letter. So it's like, I think that's why it can be. And like, I don't really use this word lightly. I think it can be quite traumatic. Mm. I think because it, because it's a rejection that has no explanation. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know if you were like, you know, I know when I'm squatting, I hit, you know, X weight and yeah. five, I got five kilos and I didn't hit that. So I know where I'm at. Yeah. The yeah. rejection. I don't know if I was like. It's so alienating. hundred kilos off. <laughs> I don't know if I was one kilo off. Like, yeah. You could have been like five they pound off. They could have been like, uh, 
maybe, but I've got a full list at the moment. I can't be bothered. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. It, it makes you feel, again, like just coming back to this, you feel so out of control and there's almost no action to take after you get a rejection. Yeah, and it's like, of course, I understand why they can't be sitting here and giving on thousands of Oh, yeah, it makes of, sense. I mean, like, full respect, again, to agents. Um, obviously, some of them, like all people, are dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them, I think, are lovely and... Yeah, and, and love their craft. And love their craft and have to send a form rejection and it's totally fine. Mm. It's, I mean, just this was like, me for a bit, you know. I feel yeah, like, yeah. I was rejecting manuscripts at a publishing house for like two months. It was very yeah. weird being on the other side of it. Mm. And I'm nice. You're nice. But people were like, fucking Amy, the bitch. What a little bitch. What a little bitch. He <laughs> <laughs> um, But I... Lost your train of thought. Lost my train of thought. I'm Sprain sorry. brain. Sprain brain. Yeah. Um, I want to just... Oh, oh sorry. I remembered. Sorry. I just like... We need to, I need to think of some way. I think what would really help me is if I just need to find a way of getting more honest feedback on my work. Yeah. And when I say honest feedback, I don't mean like, you know, you join some writing group and they just think you've got to be brutal the whole time. I want honest, like, we should pay you good for an editor. and the bad. We should pay for an editor. It's ridiculous that we haven't paid for one before. Yeah. It's I mean, absolutely I, I really ridiculous. enjoyed the experience. I got my first chapter of my query letter edited. Oh, yeah, you enjoyed that? So that's that? why I was, like, I was like willing to spend a little bit of money. Okay, well then, well, maybe I just myself. have to be, I like you are. You know what the difference is? We can spe- we can pay for yours on the business account. We have to pay for mine from the everyday. Why? That really affects me for some reason. Like the categories really affect me. Why would we have to pay from the everyday? Because I'm not ma- I'm not earning income from my writing as you are. I reckon you could. And be technically, a bit as about I that. as I relate on the um whole wanting to be having no tax when I do crypt when my I finally sell my crypto for millions of dollars. No, of course. You're technically the business. I'm not involved in the business. Right. I see. Don't listen to this tax. Oh, that doesn't matter. Our FBI agents like because oh. it would only be beneficial. It's only it's only it would only be beneficial if I was a partner in the business. <laughs> to our tax situation. Do not take tax advice from us. No. Um, but when I when my when I'm finally a crypto millionaire, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. It's all going to be waiting, worth waiting it. for the day, James. If by Shiba Inu, James, sorry, we're not talking about crypto anymore. Um, you just have to get over yourself. Just like I've had to get over myself a million times when it comes to investing in myself. Yeah, I know. Having a professional editor would be so good for you. Like real constructive feedback. Mm. Like it would be so good. Do you know what a narrative that just popped in my head was? It's like, oh, well, then if I get picked up, I've cheated. No, that's yeah. so interesting. Like I've done it on easy mode. Because some editor has like already polished my book. I couldn't, I wasn't smart enough to do it by myself. Dude, all my books are edited by professionals. I know. I'm not saying, I'm once again not saying I'm right. I know. I'm just calling you out on that. Um, all books are edited by professionals. I know. I know. Good, good catch. Um, and, and it's mainly for, I don't even want them to make it like publishable. I just want to get, I want to coach, you know? Yeah. I want to coach. You just, have a just hunger like to Just like when learn. I go to the gym, I have a coach. Yeah. And they tell me if I'm doing something wrong. I want to know. Yeah. Like, well, I think this is an obvious next step. It's also weird because, okay, i really sorry for overusing gym analogies, but... <laughs> this is not golf. If someone, if you just squat, if you do a squat and you just get like half of the way down in your squat, yeah. you know immediately. Yeah. If I'm writing a shitty sentence, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you'll know, but yeah, well, sometimes like if, you won't. Know. Or if the structure of my book is off, like it's such a subtle thing. Artists are not like athletes. I've heard someone say. I've heard I've heard that as well. Heard mm. it from Macklemore, actually. <laughs> heard it from Lecrae. I heard it from Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Who else? Sam Smith. I heard it from Sam Smith. Yeah. Uncredited uh, in uh, all cases. Ugh. Ugh. Thieves. <laughs> 
Um, Law, lawsuit pending. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is. I think this is big work for you, Jimmy. And I'm so glad that we get to talk about it because, like, I really do feel like, um, you know, and the more times that you get to invest in yourself, and the more times that you do dare to do the vulnerable thing and like look at yourself as an author, as a, and you know, as a business, mm. like even in small ways, like it gets easier and easier, and. It, it will just like snowball I think but we have to I feel like we haven't even made a few the start steps yeah and it's, and it's know, time and I think it's like people go oh you know you're not a professional so why why would you spend money on trying to get better at this it's like well imagine if you said that to every middle-aged man who comes obsessed with golf <laughs> they're, spending that, they're, buy, they're buying the two thousand dollar set of irons they're buying their thousand dollar driver they're getting lessons twice a week they go they're getting their golf club membership it's costing them tens of thousands of dollars and you're like why the fuck are you trying to get better at this bro and it's like i mean it's a legitimate question i think sometimes for golf (laughs) it's like why why do we allow people to spend money on themselves to try and get better at sport but not at but not at art I mean, I have a post about that as well. And it's like, invest in yourself like you are an athlete, mm. you know? Like, athletes are sleep specialists, psychologists. Yeah, I reckon we have a po- whole podcast on that. I think we do too. Like, mm. invest in yourself, James, and it's time to follow through on that for yourself. Yeah. This is something I'm going to action, like, pretty immediately. Okay. Um, Because I think that it would be so beneficial. And I'm glad, I'm just really happy that we have the space to have this conversation. And I also think that, like, I feel like we could use a business account. Like, I know nothing about taxes, but what if we said we were going to self-publish it? I mean, my policy is, if it's a grey area, You're so pay boring. the tax. You're so boring. <laughs> okay. Luckily, I don't do the taxes. Tax is good. Like, we need to, you know... Invest pay, back in pay the community. Ta- exactly. Okay, baby. Pay our taxes. Okay. Um, how are you feeling? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I'm thinking about eating porridge and then getting that LSA mix, which is just here. I'm going to put it in the video. Okay. LSA mix with almonds. It's yummy. And how my gut's going to thank me for it. I know. We've been really, we've See, been eating some sound? nourishing food. That sounds nice. That's ASMR. LSA with almond slivers. Slithered. Slithered almonds. Slithered? Slithered. 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 I think. The- That's what a snake does, isn't it? Is it? Or I think it's, maybe it is slivered. Slivered almonds. Like a sliver. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I think you're right. So, yes, yeah, so it's what a snake does. Okay. It was difficult for me to say. Um, have we left anything untouched? I mean, we've talked about our porridge. We've spoken about a lot of other completely irrelevant things. Um, that was good. I feel a lot better. Good. Um, I think maybe... it can be really hard to invest in yourself as a beginner because you're like, well, I'm a beginner. But it's like, yeah, now. I, <laughs> I think because, you know, when you pay for an editor, you're, you have a guaranteed return. But I didn't. I know you didn't. But, well, okay. So when you paid for Elizabeth's edit, edit yeah. with the same editor you're using, going to use for Maud. Yeah. You probably, you were, we were like, she's, you're going to sell books. Yeah, some. You're going to sell some books. Yeah. And it's probably going to pay for itself. But my first editor that I used with That's Elizabeth, true. That was, that was a leap was, of faith. It was a leap of faith. That's true. Okay. Yeah. You have to take the leap of faith, and you have to back yourself. This is this is a a form of coronation. This is a form of choosing yourself. Mm. This is a form of giving yourself permission to take yourself seriously. Yes. And too many creatives are just waiting to be taken seriously by somebody else, and you have to you have to be the one that does it first. Mm. And that could look like investing money in it 
you know, in your craft. That could look like investing time. It could look like treating yourself like a fucking business because that is what creatives are. And I know that's a really, like a lot of people will hate me for saying that, mm. but we are. Yeah. Time, time to step up. You know, we got, so we just got a new camera. It's really nice. And I'm trying to make it work. I have no idea how to do cameras, but I'm, I'm trying. Watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, nice. And it'll only record for 30 minutes. So and how long have we got? we going for 24 36 because that gives you idea that's how you know how much fuss we did before you can see how long the episode is at this point yeah we did a lot of fuss add how much fuss we were doing before between me hitting record and the episode starting so we could go for five more minutes can we stretch it out you know why do we find it so hard to have long podcast episodes i don't know i think because like you know often long podcasts are interviews yeah we know because it's a fresh person and you're like uh, and you can ask them all these questions and they give you interesting answers it's like obviously if we just started asking each other questions, yeah, what kind of dog do you want to get? I don't. I mean, obviously I do. But Interesting I don't. answer. What kind of dog do you want to get? I just want a sausage dog. No, they're all cunts. I know, but they're so cute. No. I do, and I don't want a sausage dog. Right. I, think, first... we, I think we should call it. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> this is really just veering into. All right, my nonsense. loves. Thank you for being here with us. Oh, Thank and you hopefully for... this is, this is the video as well on Spotify. Oh my god, yeah. Hopefully. It does look a bit, it definitely looks overexposed. But you know what? Paul's just going to yell at me about this and I'll change it and it'll be better next time. Okay. Thank you for putting out with us. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for sitting in our kitchen with us and just listening to us fucking wank on about anything. We love you. Oh, I accidentally pressed stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right.